While markets have been experiencing a bit of volatility over this past week, the tech sector has continued to perform strong. Now, according to our next guest, cloud is an area within technology that has some real opportunity. To share more of his thoughts, Jason Ware, partner, CIO, Albion Financial Group. Jason, we look at the FANG stocks. I mean, we've seen a lot of winners there, many of which have hit some new highs. Technologies, a safe bet, at least for the long term, maybe? Hey, good to be with you, Nicole. Um, you know, it, it has been, and we think it will continue to be a fairly safe bet, as safe as one can be within the equity markets where you get paid to take risk. Um, and we say that because, one, I think we're hitting peak growth in the economy. And as we glide back down to a more normalized economy, which you know looks maybe like 3% next year, getting back to a structural 2% in the out years, uh, what works in a low growth economic environment is secular growth technology. And we've seen that in spades with the FANG stocks for years. We had a bit of a rotation away into value and cyclicals because of the boom in the economy this year and the fears of high inflation and potentially rates going higher. But all of that seems to be um, uh, waning at this point. So technology appears to be a place you can continue to be. And within technology, cloud is a great uh, subsector that uh, I think should be part of any investor's portfolio. All right. So as we talk about cloud, you think it's positioned well for investors. Tell us some of the names that could be most beneficial to folks as sure. they want to get invested here. So while there are many players in the cloud space and several ways to define cloud, our council has been and continues to be to keep it simple and own the major public cloud players in the space as a core cloud position in the portfolio. So those companies are going to be the ones we just discussed. Microsoft, Amazon, Google, I think Oracle is becoming ever present in that conversation. They have the best resources, capabilities, brands, largest market share, they have scale, they have established leads that will be almost impossible to chip away at by incumbents. So that's the core element of the cloud portfolio. And by the way, that should help capture the larger market opportunity within cloud, which we think is probably only in the third inning of adoption. We still have big IT workloads that are moving over to the cloud. Gartner is saying we're going to see 21% growth this year in cloud, which is going to put it around $335 billion industry. That will compound in the mid-teens going forward. So those core cloud companies will continue to take uh, a big slice of that. And outside of that, there are ancillary cloud plays you can look to, whether it's an IT services within Accenture. Adobe is a great SaaS model that's now breaking out. It's a long-term stock that we've owned for clients. WCloud is an ETF from Wisdom Tree that owns a collection around 58 companies across data, security, remote work, cloud, fintech, uh, you name it. So there are ways to build a core portfolio and then some tactical pieces around that to, to express your view on cloud, which for us is bullish. Right. The W Cloud from Wisdom Tree, which is more of a basket rather than picking Correct. one name in particular. What I think is interesting is you talk about the industry and how it's set to expand likely more than 20%. I think we could easily say that. And how it's really in its infancy, right? And this is why you believe in this group. I mean, you use the phrase that it's in its third inning. Um, so it certainly has a lot of growth potential. 
It does. And I think one way to think about that is we talk about these behemoths, you know, the Amazons and the Microsofts and the Googles, which are the one, two and three uh, uh, players within public cloud is is dominating so much of the market. And they do, except when you think about it this way. So that statistic I cited from Gartner, that three hundred and thirty five billion dollar public cloud uh, business uh, in 2021. Those three established players, those market leaders, only account for about a third of that total cloud spend. So even within the current uh, uh, market uh, uh, position for cloud, there's still runway for growth. And that doesn't even account for the compounding mid-teens growth rate that we expect in cloud over the next decade. So a lot of room to improve today and also riding that secular tailwind within cloud as more and more IT workloads uh, move over to that uh, that type of computing. And I think that, you know, obviously the pandemic moved things along in that way. Companies that were thinking about doing it had to do it faster than they anticipated. Yep. And those who had done it were somewhat ahead of the game. That being said, if you broaden it out, I see that your focus is really on cloud. And it makes sense because it does continue to be a major opportunity within tech for the long term because of the growth prospects. Is there anything else as somebody who loves to follow technology is somewhat of your favorite? Yeah, I I think Visa is a great uh, large cap technology company that doesn't get much um, conversation. We focus on FANG, we Mm. focus on cloud, we focus on even within FinTech, it's Square and it's PayPal, but Visa is, you know, look, I mean, everybody knows Visa. This is not an under, it may be underowned, but it's certainly not underappreciated in that we use it all the time and everyone is very familiar with Visa. It's a large company. It dominates our lives. But in that thesis, there's an investment opportunity because it, it, it's trading at around 30 to 35 times forward earnings, depending on how you want to, whether you want to look at 2021 or 2022. But it still has this strong secular growth story. And in addition to that, it has this little cyclical story as we're out, all out spending more. That's certainly traveling through the tolls of Visa right. and MasterCard operating duopoly. I'll just say this real quick. JP Morgan, another company we own uh, for clients, reported earnings yesterday, and they cited 45 and 22% increases in spending through their debit card and credit card networks. And by the way, that was on top of the 2019 pandemic, uh, prior to the pandemic, those levels as opposed to depressed levels. So spending is happening and Visa is a beneficiary. Right. And even Jay Powell was talking about consumer strength. I think it's interesting that you noted Visa over Square and PayPal. Yeah, I think uh, I think Square and PayPal certainly have their investment merits. Square is extremely expensive. There's a company called Pfizer we also own within technology that has a very yes. similar business to Square called Clover that doesn't get nearly the appreciation it should get. And we think it will. And that stock is undervalued. But yeah, Visa does a, a great job of quietly just earning high returns on invested capital. And the economic moat for Visa is about as wide as you'll get in any company uh, in America. So one you can definitely point to and own for the long term. Uh, Great business, well run. Yeah, absolutely, Jason. Jason Weir, thank you. Partner, CIO, Albion Financial Group. Thanks.